Hey, you guys. Welcome to Paradise. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times for listening. This connection is literally my life's purpose, and I'm just so glad you're here. Um, if you want to connect with us, feel free to go to TaraHargrove.com, hit contact, send us some mail, a little message, or you can find us on the Glow Up for Humans Who Manifest on Facebook. Anyways, let me get to this episode right quick. Here we go. Tara. Okay, so today I have a guest who I have been excited to talk to all week. Like, we made this appointment, I think, maybe like two weeks ago, and I'm not sure if, like, I'm just excited to, like, spend time with her or excited to get you information from her, but she is incredibly dope. So she's here in Alaska with us teaching and walking the walk and just being fucking phenomenal in general, but she is a Bay Area woman in long-term recovery. She loves her family, her man, her friends, sports, and music. Please ask her about her music, you guys. Anyways, uh, over the last couple years, she's been inspired to make um, living amends through obtaining um, her uh, many, many peer support certifications. She got her um, counselor of chemical dependency certifications, which means, okay, she can work uh, one-on-one, She can manage other people to work one-on-one. And then she got her master's in social work just recently. Um, Super, super smart. All the people skills gamed up, okay? Um, Her passion is people, trauma work, sharing help, breaking unhealthy generational cycles, living with symptoms and experiences of adverse life situations. And I wanna talk to her about that today, healing other people just as other people have done for her. I'm in love with it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I love that. Can I tell you how awkward it was writing that too? I'm like, can I just say my name's Sasha? This <laughs> <laughs> is so awkward. Same. Same. <laughs> like sending text messages like, hi, what are the things that are cool about me? Right. I fucking forgot. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Just give me a list. I gotta send some shit to this. Yes. Bitch. Yes. Okay. So we've been that recording that whole time. Oh, I love it. Okay. Ah, your reaction. Here we are. Oh. That okay. was amazing. Thank you. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> I'm not no even gonna tell her. Pressure. Okay. It's not a big deal. It's a little bit of trick work. Just a little mm. bit. Okay. So, um, I have a list of questions here. Perfect. Um, okay, so tell me about, well, okay, tell me about a couple things that you're most proud of right now that are like, this is just fucking satisfying. Like, you're, you, you're on, like, the other side, as it were, and you're living your life, and you're like, this is, I'm living my best life. What are the things that you're, like, are tantalizing currently? Mm, that's a good question. <clears throat> I think some things are just the relationships that I'm building and rekindling, you know, Mm -hmm. like even being here with you, right? Like we've only met a couple times, but the energy's been there. And like now being able to sit and really talk and get to know people Mm -hmm. and like not just have that time, but feel worthy of it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Because in my mind... 
I was so unworthy of that for so long, mm -hmm. right? From family to friendships to professional careers to mm -hmm. acquaintances. Mm -hmm. You know, it was always surface level mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. And so being in a space right now where I'm comfortable digging a little deeper and mm -hmm. seeing what I'm really into, what I really love, and like what's next. Mm -hmm. I love that you said that like that because that's one of the things actually that I admire you. Like one of the like calling cards. Like if somebody was gonna, if you, if somebody asked me that three, you know, what what are the three things about her? Like your ability to be in leadership, like naturally based on your vulnerability. Like just because you're like you're leading the way, keeping it fucking real, um, and just being like vulnerable and authentic, setting that tone for other people mm -hmm. to not have to be like, oh, I gotta. I gotta psych myself up. I gotta be brave to be real. No, that's like the tone that you set, the culture that you're setting mm. is like, I'm just keeping it fucking fresh. Right. And so that's like, that's probably one of like the, you know, tags for like you in my mind is like, that's just, that's like what you're bringing to the table, standard. Wow. So I love that. I appreciate that. Well, that's <laughs> like, that's, that's it right there. You know what I mean? Because you'd just be like, I'm here. Hello. Right. Hello. Um, okay. So then the next question is, um, Okay, well, okay, so let's, let's, let me start at the beginning. Yeah. Your adverse childhood experiences. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I know that you know about that, and I have actually talked about that previously on this podcast um, nice. with other people just as kind of like a, you know, preface. Um, so, you know, I, I speak circularly, so I'm sure for my linear listeners, like, they're going to be like, what the fuck is she talking about? So if you want to explain yeah. ACEs um, so we can get a new translation, <laughs> please, uh, please. Yeah, so th there's definitely, um, you know, different ways that you could look at ACEs. And mm -hmm. everybody has at least one. Of course, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I think there's a total of 10. I'm not an mm -hmm. expert on it. I know I have eight of them. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, mm -hmm. that's what I'm an expert in. <laughs> My eight. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so based on these ACEs, mm -hmm right, is kind of like a foundation of how someone's childhood is going to be and mm -hmm. how that's going to transfer into their adulthood and mm -hmm. their behaviors, yeah. right? Yeah. That's basically what it is. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it goes a little bit, I think for others, when I look at it, it goes a little bit deeper for me because, again, I feel like everybody has experienced some form of adverse life. Mm -hmm. life. Just even normies. So, just just even regular normies, yeah. right? Sure. Like. Mm -hmm. They're, they have had some level of trauma mm -hmm. in their life that impacted them so deeply mm -hmm. that it changed a behavior mm -hmm. that they Absolutely. had to go back and look at, yes. right? Regardless yep. if it's something that is substance use, mental health, mm -hmm. incarceration. Mm -hmm. Or um, even like relationship issues, you know what I mean? Like codependency, bullying. Yes, yes all um, those things. Communication mm -hmm. styles, being mm -hmm. overly aggressive, being passive. Right. Yeah. I think all of those impact a childhood mm -hmm. and they impact how you show up in your adulthood, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like we were talking about earlier. And I think that's one of my, um, what was the wording you, you used in the first question? One of the things that I'm like most proud of yeah. or satisfying, it's most satisfying, satisfying yeah. yeah, is um, healing that inner child. God, yeah. Right? Healing that mm -hmm. inner uh, teen, mm -hmm. right? He healing that inner pre-adult, mm -hmm. right, is um, looking at those ACEs, looking mm -hmm. at those childhood experiences, looking at those adverse life experiences, mm -hmm. 
whether I put myself in that situation mm-hmm. or I didn't know any mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. And really looking at how it impacts my relationships today. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something where our society stigmatizes and criminalizes the healing of that. My God, yeah. Where, we're, where people like us and those we surround ourselves with get to come in and be like, okay, that's normal. Mm-hmm. Like, welcome to adulthood. Hello, yeah. Right? Yeah. What do you want to do to look at it? Oh, you're not ready yet? Cool. What do you want to work on? Right. Right? Like, not always um, throwing a pill or throwing a substance or throwing a stigma at them. Just like, what's your experience? Let's talk about it and mm-hmm. let's break it down. Like, what's right. going to work for you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so all of that to say, there's so many different ways to, um, explain and resonate with aces. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, so in your life, what were some of the like broader, um, like, okay. So for me, I have Mm -hmm. lots of rejection, lots of abandonment, Mm -hmm. some violence, some neglect, um, lots of, uh, you know, chaos in the home, mm-hmm. um, stuff and stuff and stuff. So those are like broader termed themes. What is like the one that sticks out the most to you for you? For me, it's definitely the abandonment that I felt and then bullying mm-hmm. that closed me off, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I was born to parents who were heroin addicts, mm-hmm. and I was born with heroin in my system, mm-hmm. right? And then oh my gosh. brother was born a methadone baby. Yeah. So it's, it's been something that's been normal for us for okay. so long. Culture, right? environment, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so when um, our family stepped in, and thank God they did, mm-hmm. and we moved to live with different family members... At that point, for me, the abandonment and the rejection was already so strong. Mm-hmm. And then not feeling a part of mm-hmm. that, the wall around my heart mm-hmm. had been built and been built so strong that it was hard for me to accept and see what my family was doing for me. How old are you then? I was seven at the time. Seven. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was really young. Yeah. And you had already had all of those like preconceived ideas about how the world worked and how, you know, your uh, identity and value mm-hmm. and worth, like where you ranked. You already yeah. had an idea of what you thought. Absolutely. That's crazy. Okay. Like my earliest I mean, it's memories, not crazy. It makes perfect sense. But right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. To some it yes, is, yeah. right? Like not everybody's normal is mm-hmm. walking in on your parents shooting up and being like, cool. Yeah. All right. This is what life is. Right. right? It's That's not yep. your brother being born. You're yeah. five years old. And thinking, now I get to protect him from everything I've been through already, right? right? Like, just normal. Yeah. Just normal. And I then becoming yeah. everything I tried to protect him from. Totally. And coming to this awareness and this awakening in my adult life of, did I miss out on so many opportunities because that wall was so high? Mm-hmm. Or was it the catalyst for who I get to be now? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- how do I want to look at it, mm-hmm. right? That's one of those dichotomies that I'm like... Perception is everything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And in, in manifesting the future and kind of goal setting, um, I think that it's important, especially like here in this place at this time, to, you know, reframe, 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 because that dichotomy is something that's so easy to get tripped up on, like, because it's both true. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, was I deprived of, you know, all kind of, all kind yeah. of things that I deserve to have? Yes. yes. 
did that offer me something that's superhuman? Mm-hmm. Also, yes. Uh, would it have been pleasant then to have had normalcy or some level yeah. of like um, care, better care? Yes. But is it pleasant now to be who the fuck I am? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. You know what I mean? So there's like, there's, there, it's all true. Yes. Exactly. But how do I weigh that out? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yes. Yeah. And being able to see the love now, right? Like now I can see the love my family was showing me. Right. Yeah. But Trying. before all I could see was the differences. Yeah. Right. Like I'm this black sheep y'all are taking in. Mm-hmm. And now we get to thrive on that love and thrive mm-hmm. on that amends mm-hmm. that that love, mm-hmm. give that love back, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. That triggers so much for me because my Vea is adopted. Yeah. And she, I got her when she was five. So like four and a half, five. And I had had her intermittently before that, you know, but I had, was in and out and mm-hmm. doing prison time and in and out of my addiction. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I didn't have her like in my, like, um, full-time care until I had been out a couple years and obviously been clean a couple years and whatever, whatever. So, um, your guys' relationship is so beautiful too. She's so dope it's though. I, hold so on. Amazing. She's 11 now. I want to punch her in the forehead sometimes. Well, naturally. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, you know what I mean? <laughs> some, some, right. some sort of legal disclaimer there. Insert. Our thoughts don't yeah. have to become behaviors yeah. today. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Uh, highlight that. Auditorially highlight yes. that. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but she's fucking dope, man. And she really, like, gets it. Like, she's, like, one of those, like, old souls, and she'll be, like, somebody act, like, somebody act stupid, yeah. you know, and be aggressive and ugly and whatever. And she'll be, like, oh, they're probably having a bad day, Mom. You know what I mean? And this is not pre-programmed. Like, she just knows, you oh. know? So, um, and she's always been like that. It's really, That's like, amazing. you know, she was, she was more patient and like loving mm. and tender. Yeah. Like when we came into each other's lives full time, she was tender and I was like, you know, kind of a gangster. Like mm-hmm. I was, I mean, uh, calloused and ignorant basically yeah. was what I was, you know what I mean? Like I just emotionally, I was so stunted and special. I was having a hard time, dude. Mm-hmm. And so she was so like brought so much light emotionally to me. Like, yeah. um, that, oh God, I don't even know. Because, okay, so when I shopped my husband, um, <laughs> what I was looking for was tenderness. Yeah. You know, and I only was familiar with that type of um, communal conduct mm-hmm. from my daughter. And the reason that I could be exposed to that was because I was in, I was in charge. My ego would let me take care of her. Yeah. But she really was teaching me. Insane. So you're talking about, you know, you're seven and you already have deep-seated ouchie from having been the caretaker and the responsible person and the protector and the, you know, drama triangle, yeah, oldest child thing thing. Um, and that probably played out all the way until you were like, okay, I'm done here. Oh, yeah. You couldn't yeah. tell me nothing. I was already yeah. grown. Yeah. Same. I was already grown. Girls, same. You couldn't tell me anything. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, and I'm still... Okay, so uh, I'm Mercury... I'm tangenting right now. Sorry, but... Mercury retrograde Never just happened. Apologize. Okay. I'm not a sorry one. <laughs> uh, thank you. Mercury retrograde just happened. And so what I've started to do with Mercury retrogrades is take it as time to make a list of the things that are bringing to my being brought to my awareness. Mm-hmm. We're not in treatment anymore. Right. Nobody really gives me like structured feedback. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I wouldn't love that, I don't think, honestly, because it's not for me. But the universe yes. is giving me all kind of repeated patterns, you know? So you, you, we have the opportunity at that time. I have the opportunity at that time, me and my uh, inner committee, mm-hmm. to take notes. Mm-hmm. So I do that. I take feedback like that. And um, God, what was I going to say? It fell in a hole. Isn't it amazing, if you don't mind me interjecting real yes. quick, because I'm on a same wavelength right mm-hmm. now, right? And I just wrote a list of defects that I have that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. right? That were like, I say my higher power, yes. right? Like I'm yeah. a very spiritual yeah. person. I take from everything yes. and, and use it, yes. right? And uh, so my higher power is like slap in the face, yep. take a look at this, mm-hmm. right? And now being in a place where I'm more open to it, I wrote this list down and was like, all right, higher power, right? Insert whatever that is for you. Mm -hmm. Take this defect, help me work through it and Mm -hmm. replace it with this asset. Yes. Right? Because I don't want to be that person anymore. I don't want to feel this Mm -hmm. ick Mm -hmm. anymore. Hello. Mm -hmm. And I can attribute it to Mercury Retrograde. I mean, on God, though. Right. Because, because it's really, Mercury retrograde is supposed to, like, shake up communication and transportation and some other shit. But it's kind of chaotic. And mm-hmm. so it brings the drama, right? Yes. And so then we'll be like, if you're a self-aware person, you're like, yes. hold on, this is probably me. Let me take accountability. Let's look at it objectively. What, yes. can, what can I do to alter me, my thinking, my mm-hmm. environment, whatever, to fix it? So I use it for that because no matter what, it is chaotic. Mm-hmm. I'm experiencing some chaos. So it was the tenderness that I shopped my husband mm-hmm. for that I learned from my daughter. And like, I'm learning tenderness now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, it's being brought more to my awareness. Like, I'm learning tenderness. Mm-hmm. I'm learning um, taking advice from my husband. I, I picked him. I really, I picked him. I designed him. I have a, okay, I have a, a notebook on the top of my TV stand thinking about Boober in like a shadow box, like the glass. Mm-hmm. And it's got attributes, six pages of attributes of this man. And it just, I mean, there's a bazillion words in there, right? All but one word perfectly describes Jay. I picked mm. him way before I found him, right? Yeah. I don't listen to him. Because <laughs> I'm still trying to like, no, like I, right. I know. It's like that woundedness, that inability to trust somebody else's vision, right? Because I'm like, mm, I don't think you can see like I see because nobody took care of me. Nobody else was looking out for me. So I'm like, you know, and it's, I don't mean to be, I never mean to be, because he's so tender and sweet. My husband is like such a blessing. Swear to God. He truly is. He's wonderful. He truly he's is. Beautiful, he's a beautiful mm-hmm. human. Um, and and with me, he's so tender, like on yeah. purpose. And I needed that so bad because I was such a fucking douchebag um, behaviorally because I was so scared and wounded. I was so fucking scared and wounded. Mm-hmm. And and I was already, you know, in, you know, in my process. Like yeah. I was still, um, you know, not in public necessarily, but like it's absolutely in intimacy absolutely in like familial closer the closer you got the more um volatile i became emotionally mentally which is ew relatable hello <laughs> right it's real yes. but i'm and and i'm like oh i don't want to be this way i don't want to be yeah. this way like i really want to be um grounded mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i wanted to be like well of course serene you know what i mean like i want to experience peace i yeah. want to experience stillness but i wanted to be grounded like mm-hmm. So, taking advice from the people you've I've elected, I fucking elected him. I right. pre-designed him, requested him, he showed up, and he wanted to marry me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hello. Fuck. <laughs> um, and, and I'm still like, mm, you're not the boss of me. Right. Like, what the fuck is that? 
Right. So Mercury retrograde, that's where that came from. Mercury retrograde, that was one of the things that I was like, I'm I'm gonna listen to my husband now. Mm-hmm. Like, and that sounds like, you know, from you know, it depends on the trajectory that you're looking at it, but like I I picked this motherfucker for many, many reasons. He's qualified to give me advice for many, many reasons. And I'm going to listen to him. So that's exciting. I love that. It's like aligning. Yes. Right? Like I can totally relate Mm because I've gotten to a place right now and and I've been meditating on this Mm -hmm. for a couple weeks now. I love meditating. Maybe like a week and a half I've Mm -hmm. been meditating on it, right? Because I've learned Mm -hmm. I'm by nature... I'm a reactor because mm-hmm. if I don't react, you're going to react mm-hmm. and I'm taking control of the situation. Yeah, I, yeah. Like you were just saying, I don't need to know what mm-hmm. you're going to say. I know how to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've been meditating on it and looking again, back to relationships, right? Relationships are so important for me today. Um, is looking, focusing on the relationships that bring me joy mm-hmm. and allowing them and acknowledging that they are, are mending things that are broken inside of me that they didn't even break. Mm-hmm. I love that. Right? Like, I don't have to look mm-hmm. to my mother mm-hmm. to heal that five-year-old little girl because that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And me keeping on showing up mm-hmm. like that, yeah. I'm letting myself down. Yes. Because it's never going to happen, right? right? So who am I going to show up to to heal that little girl, right? The just insane... Tasmanian devil that I was in so many relationships, right? Like my boyfriend right now, there are things that he's healing that damage that he didn't even put there. Oh God. Right? Like yes. same with your husband. Oh to God. Be... Part of the agreement. Mm. Cause like, yeah, we come into this, like, if, and this is a normie thing too. Like by the time you are able to make a cognitive decision mm-hmm. and be analytical about choosing a life partner. And I'm not saying that I'm not like, I'm crazy in love with my husband too, but like on the, on the non-emotional strategic yeah. side, like, oh my God, I just had a hole in my brain again. That's all right. What were we talking about? It'll be filled. Yeah, he's going to fix it. Yeah, it'll <laughs> um, be filled. It'll be filled. Um, oh, shit. What were we talking about? Jay, non-emotional strategy. Healing damaged parts. Oh, they didn't that, was, damage. part of, that mm-hmm. was part of what we did. That was yeah. part of the agreement that we made. When we, you know, we're in our getting to know process and our intentions, like part of what we did was like make the agreement that like, um, like there's stuff that I have that he probably is still learning about. There's stuff that he was carrying that I learned about, you know, yeah. a year into our relationship. There were, it wasn't, we didn't have the ability to just download the trauma. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, let's not like do it like that. There's stuff that I got going on and there's stuff that he's got going on. I, I know some of your story, so I guess, cause we've been there, done that. Yeah. I'm prepared to walk with you while you heal yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? That part. And that was part of our, our marriage agreement. Like, I know that you're coming to this as you. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Perfect. Because I want somebody who has the experiences that you have to be empathetic for me. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. So let's walk each other home. Type yeah. shit. Um, and I think that that's like one of those um, universal gifts where you have, where you find people. Like, you align to a place where you attract people who will yes. do that with you because you're willing to do that right. with you. Like, Whether it's blood or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I, I came into alignment exactly um, to walk with myself. I'm finally yeah. willing to walk with the child version, teenager version mm-hmm. of myself. Okay, so now we're here walking, and I found the personification externally yeah. of that. Yeah. Like, 
somehow it's attracted into my space. Mm -hmm. And now we get to like walk that out. It's amazing to me. Mm -hmm. Like that's like magical. I just got goosebumps. Me too, bitch. (laughs) I just got goosebumps. Me too. I was like, oh God. Exactly. All right, so my next question is, what are the top, wait, nope. Okay, rewind. Yes. Jack, we rewind. <laughs> um, okay. So Jack is the podcast guy if he decides not to rewind that so you're not confused. Um, the year that your addiction began, it's, you know, doesn't have to be exact, but approximate. And what I mean is like, you know, when you started using for distraction, whatever it was, sex, relationships, weed, drinking. Man, yeah. I wish sex was something that was an addiction, but I felt, I always felt so unworthy because I used to be a really big girl for a long time. And so I think that even still now I look in the mirror and I see like that 350 pound girl, you know? But where it started for you me... You know that there are lots of men who are just like tantalized by that, right? I do. I didn't. She's like, I didn't. I did I do now. <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, now. I didn't okay. then though. <laughs> there are, honey. There are. <laughs> uh, but that's where it started for me was food. My first addiction oh, okay. was food, food and codependency. I love that. Right? It's like real because people be forgetting about food. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, I can remember now, right, after going through some intense counseling and EMDR and like... I love EMDR. Oh, EMDR is my favorite girl. Let yes. me tell you. Yes. yes. Oh, and sensory motor. Yep. Ten gold stars. Because mm-hmm. uh, there was so much of my childhood that I blacked out for Hello? so long, mm-hmm. right? For nothing other than, for me, it was uh, just like mental, emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. So I just blocked it out, mm-hmm. right? Like that wall was built. Mm-hmm. And so it was... Um, Oh, another broken promise from your mom and your dad. Here's some food. Mm -hmm. Mom and dad come visit. Here's candy because that's how we know to show love Mm -hmm. and affection, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And just that era back then, Mm -hmm. right? Like my grandmother, you were going to have seconds and you were going to finish your plate. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I remember like the, this was like twofold for me, right? Was the rush of taking something and nobody knowing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. power and control and for me that was food and then I'd hide the wrappers under my bed okay right yeah uh codependency knowing that I wasn't in my mind right again I see the difference now but in my mind I wasn't a part of the family Mm because I was a cousin Mm -hmm. or I was a granddaughter Mm -hmm. I wasn't a daughter Mm -hmm. right um I wasn't a sister Mm -hmm. I was just the cousin Mm -hmm. And so if somebody needed to be watched, I would watch them. If somebody, if something needed to be clean, I would clean it, right? Approval seeking. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where my addiction started Mm -hmm. was right there, Mm -hmm. right? And staying under the radar, doing really good in school. Mm Because if I did good, then nobody would see everything else I was doing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What's it called? Like uh, overcompensating. Yeah. I would overcompensate in a lot of yeah. areas like that. And that's where my addiction started before I ever ingested any dope, any type of substance. Okay. Okay. So, okay. What year is that approximately? Gosh, 
That was when I was like six, seven, and I'm 38 now, so... Okay, math. This is why I'm in social work, girl. Yeah, 10 years so, ago. So it's 10 yeah. years ago. Whatever, we'll, whatever. Say, we'll say it was like, you know, 89, 90, 91. Okay, so around there. if you knew in 1990 mm-hmm. what Great you do decade. now. Hello? <laughs> Let's talk about the fashion. We'll, okay. do, that. we'll do that next time, babe. <laughs> or the hairstyles. Yes. Or their lip liner. Mm. Also eyebrows. But anyways, okay, so. The hair, girl. <laughs> the fucking hairspray Aquanet. Yeah. Uh, okay, bring brushed it back. out, brushed, oh, brushed out perms in Aquanet. Sorry, mom. Okay. Um. <laughs> so if you knew in 1990, uh huh, what you know now somehow magically translated into child language. Love it. Um, what are like the top three things you would alter about how you approached life? Mm-hmm. I would just be a kid. Mm-hmm. I would just be a kid. I would accept the love that was given to mm-hmm. me and and I would communicate more. Communicate more. Like about how you felt and just yeah. like be authentic. Yeah, exactly. You know what I think is crazy about God, universe, whatever, is that like people who have a calling on their life and they get cracked open their adverse experiences are always the things that are preparation for that thing. Like, you know, yeah. like I, we've only sat down and talked a couple times. We haven't had a lot of time together, but I know yeah. in my spirit that you are, you know, authenticity, vulnerability, leadership, royalty. And what bought you that was those experiences because what you would teach you mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. is to be real and present and communicate yeah. authentically. So true, yeah. right? That's just, and like that's the same thing that draws me to your spirit and to your yeah. energy, yeah. right? Is that I feel like you have the same mm-hmm. experiences exactly and yes. like the same mm-hmm. healing process, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, thinking I wouldn't change anything. Like I wouldn't change the abandonment. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't change my family leaving. Like I wouldn't change any of that. The only thing, cause I can only change me. Right. Like you were exactly. saying earlier. Yeah. Right. And I don't even know that it would be that I would communicate more. I think it would be that I would be honest. Cause mm-hmm. my family would ask me. Right. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, like my first lie was I'm fine. Hello. You know, when I wasn't. Somebody need to talk about that. Yeah. I'm fine. It's or never I'm, okay. I'm fine. No. Hello. It's not. Oh my God. It's not so being, <laughs> being more honest and yeah. authentic in those moments, mm-hmm. you know? Keeping it real, yeah. Yeah. Being well, and that fear of rejection, because I know, you know, um, I people please, I still people please. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things Same. this last Mercury retrograde was teaching me was about people pleasing mm-hmm. and uh, approval seeking and trying to like fit in where my brain thinks I'm supposed to be fitting in. Like, I'm supposed Literally to be here. Just went through that. Yeah, yes. I, I have this picture of like, we're supposed to be family, friends, cousins, workers, whatever the fuck it is. Like, there's a dynamic here. And, girl, have you been following me? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying it's cosmic. Babe. Relatable. Yes, it's cosmic. <laughs> okay, Mercury, I Hello. see you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying? You're like, I'm going to send this email, joint email to everybody. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I got CC in, honey. Um, but, 
And that was part of, like, my husband had forewarned me, like, mm-hmm. hey, check it out, da 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 And I was like, oh, I'm going to find out for myself. Thank right, you. right. And then I Good banged my out. head. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he was super on point, dog. Like, right. I got to give him props. Like, bro, right. you see that. For real, for real. But, but part of that is, like, me being hard-headed. And then also that I am people-pleasing. And I'm like, I feel like I can... I can manipulate my way into people's favor. I don't even have any fucking business being around them because oftentimes the people that I'm trying to people please with and um, when, I've, when I've employed any level of manipulation, it's because I know that they're willing to toxic with me. Yeah. So I'm now, I've now slid, slid down to, yeah. the, to this level of communication. Oh, he- yeah, hello. I, oh, I can manipulate with the best of them. Right. Like, so if you want to do that and that's how we're going to communicate, let, let us toxic together mm-hmm. because I'm supposed to be here. Right. Because my brain says that I'm supposed to be here. Gross, Tara, but, you know. Until our head and our heart connect. Yeah. And right? I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. This is not me. Yeah. I'm out of pocket. Yeah. Before I'm like, oops. <laughs> yes. That might be old, Tara. Apologize. Excuse me while I fucking block you on social media because I have to remove myself. And then but- tell me if you relate to this, right? <laughs> Because I super relate to that. And then whoever I'm people-pleasing isn't even anyone I want in my circle. Period. And by the time... I don't want right. know you. Yeah. Nope. And by the time they acknowledge it, it's like, why? Ew. <laughs> that is not at all, like, mm-hmm. all that energy. Why did it even matter? Right. So I just, like, you know, tripped over my own scar tissue. Yeah. And then I'm, like, just reenacting some stuff. Distractions. Like, it's just, like, them, like, you know, the devil, the yeah. devil made me do it. Distractions, though, you know what I mean? Like, because we have a calling on our lives. We have purpose. It's been cracked open. We've been doing education for 25 years on the cracked openness. Mm. And then here comes some bullshit-ass triggers dressed as distractions um, to pull me away from my purpose. You know what I mean? And, and woven in with the purposes, or the purpose, yeah. is all of the promises. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as I go, you know, bullet point by bullet point through my, my purpose, I'm like, you know, Super Mario Brothers, like, ding, 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 yeah, and, I yeah. get, and I get some new promises yes, from the Lord yes. or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, and, uh, it just distracts us off the game, you know what I mean? Those moments are so beautiful though, like, cause distractions turn to blessings and awakenings, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, I, yeah. Hello. Even though in the moment it's so painful and mm-hmm. it's so gross, mm-hmm. being aware of it and like doing something different and joking, mm-hmm. right? And changing the course. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. look at like the confidence that comes from that, right? Big time confidence. Yeah. yeah. Being and able trusting to give myself back. again. Yes. Like, oh, I can see and I will take inspired action to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And that's that uh, reparenting stuff. Mm-hmm. Part of what I was talking to you about before that we just established yeah. for this. Um, community thing that I want to create is the reparenting. You know what I mean? Like I want to create something where there's sort of like a systematic something where people can intentionally reparent themselves Mm -hmm. because even now, like one of the current projects, and I don't even know if this ever goes away, I'm working on trusting myself. And I don't mean like like I'm going to tell myself the truth. Um, I work really hard on not being in denial. Sometimes that happens. It's whatever. We just keep it pushing. And try to, you know, be in clarity, be in clarity. Mm-hmm. But also that I'm going to never self-abandon. I'm never going to back down. I don't give a fuck who you are, what you do for me, or what I think you do for me. Like, if you're bad for me, if you're bad for me, I'm out. And being okay with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no, loving it. And yeah. loving it. And being consistent yeah. in it. I'm out. I, 
She got goosebumps again, girl. Yes, amen. Hello? I want that for me. That's yes. the goal. That's the goal. Because I want to trust myself that I, like, because, you know, there were sections, especially in my addiction, where I was obviously, you know, conflict was like, woohoo, this is a party. I love this part. Yeah. Um, but, like, now I'm like, I don't love it. I don't love it at all. Like, I'm going to go cry. And so I'm really like, it's not that I, you know, will be full-fledged people-pleasing, but that I will avoid conflict because it makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that avoiding conflict, avoiding um, difficulty or being uncomfortable is like, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, that's a fucking problem. That's like a, that's a relapse waiting to happen, essentially. Oh, I was just avoiding the issue. Yeah. Like, no, we head on the issue and then we take action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much work though, and awareness and um, accountability. Like, where where am I in this? How did I even get here? That's a, that's one of my favorite questions. How the fuck did I even get here? Mm-hmm. Like, how am I here? Why am I people pleasing with people that I don't even have any respect right. for? How did I get here? Exactly. What was the process? Yes. Yeah. So another. We can never do it again. No. Fuck. Never. <laughs> never. And that's another thing that like I've been meditating on just this last year, right? Kind of like we were talking a little bit about it earlier is like, how old am I in this situation? Yes, I love that. How old was I in the process to get here? And like, what was this feeding my inner child? Mm -hmm. Because my inner child was fucked up. Hello? It was nowhere near making any grown choices. Mm -hmm. It was nowhere near having a formed heart, emotional regulation, or even understanding... I'm fine. That was the only emotion I knew. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, what in this situation, whatever that situation is for you or for me, right? Like, how old was I in the process to get here? Because this is not me and my adult self. Hello. You know? Yeah, I think that that's such a good screening question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to incorporate that. How old am I here? Because especially when you are having a discovery moment, mm. inevitably you're going to be like, you know, the things that are out of alignment here, what am I in control of me? Okay, so what age am I? What, you know, wound am I operating out of? What is that related to? What is that, who is that related to in my past? Like, you know, all of those things is such great information to kind of um, disseminate the issue, like take it apart, look at it objectively so that we can find creative solution for it, take action steps Mm -hmm. or like, you know, intentionally let this part go uh practicing fucking forgiveness oh my god picking people and practicing forgiveness intentionally like let it the fuck go Mm -hmm. um because it's gonna come up again right like that feeling that situation is gonna come up again and like how are we gonna show up the Mm -hmm. next time Mm because i surely don't want to show up like i just did Mm -hmm. well (laughs) i'll be put through the process to be okay i'm sorry i was an asshole but all the things that came before that i don't want to do that either Mm -hmm. So, like, how do we, how do I make a cognitive decision to know where the actual trigger was? (laughs) What were the red flags? Mm -hmm. All the way up there. How do we get here? Right. Yes. And that way the trigger is just a memory. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're approaching it differently, responding instead of reacting. Mm -hmm. All the things, right? And then for me... Right. Another thing is the consistency of it. Right. Because I, I could recognize something all day mm-hmm. and I could be like, OK, Sasha, that was you when you were 11 years old, mm-hmm. like you're 38 years old now. How, you know, let that inner child know you got them. Mm-hmm. You're safe. Mm-hmm. Right. You're a different person mm-hmm. today. Then the situation comes up again and I show up in my adult self and accepting that. 
mm-hmm. is difficult sometimes too, mm-hmm. right? Because am I worth consistency? Mm-hmm. Am I worth this healthy relationship? Oh, that's some next level shit, bitch. Talk more. Say am more. Am I worth this trust in self right now mm-hmm. that I'm able to show up to this differently, mm-hmm. right? Because then for me, I'm the type of person where I'll set a boundary. I'm going to use a boundary as an example, totally right? Because that's usually... Boundaries is my fucking... Yes. Hello. Yep. Because that's usually what I need to do if yeah. I'm at a place where I'm Hello. asking myself, how did yes. I get here, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm holding resentments and yes. I that's a fucking boundary, okay? It's all me. Yes. Damn it. And, and then I continue to engage in that boundary because it's healthy for me. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden that inner child comes out again and is like, no, that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. That's not how we show up to situations. Mm-hmm. And being able to trust yourself enough to have that conversation again and really work through it. It, sound, it probably sounds crazy. Like, I talk to my inner child all the time, Absolutely right? Not. Like, no, that's not crazy. Yeah, that's but how I meditate. How that's else how do I... we do it? How else would Hello. we do it? Yeah. I have to reparent yes. this motherfucker. We're going to talk. Yes. Yeah. And being okay with, so you talked about discomfort, right? Mm-hmm. Discomfort is ugly. Mm-hmm. We do not need to be there. Mm-hmm. We don't deserve that, mm-hmm. right? Like, we have worked too hard to be in discomfort. But uncomfortability if I'm uncomfortable for me, that means I'm growing, Mm -hmm. right? Because I'm in a situation where I have broke that generational cycle. Mm -hmm. I have broke that unhealthy cycle of Mm -hmm. what used to be normal. Mm -hmm. And I'm uncomfortable to create a new cycle. Yes. Right. And to right. New culture. Yes. 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 To be able Mm -hmm. to do it. Mm -hmm. New patterns. I love that because, um, generational curses, you know, we talk about it and it's like a really broad term because mm-hmm. it could it can be so many things, right? Mm-hmm. But when you break down um, minus the emotional tag on curses, you know yes, what I mean? Because yes. that's like, woo. Um, and you look at what that is. It's like patterns that are environmental and cultural mm-hmm. within a grouping of people or whatever. So patterns, culture, environment, we're talking about habits and routines. Yep. And then we're talking about um, behaviors and thought patterns. Yes. And then we're talking about um, mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like on a really like um, DIY kind of, you know, wake up and do it myself type shit. We're talking about mindset. Yeah. And so we, you know, kind of bridge the gap by self, mindset, new habits, new thoughts, new processes, mm-hmm. reasons for that, reparenting ourselves, setting boundaries with ourselves, setting boundaries with other people. And then marketing that to the people around us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, this is the new way that we should be, and this is why. And I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> and like you were saying, that trust, right? Mm-hmm. Trusting yourself to show up like that no matter what. <laughs> I can't tell you, like, one of those moments where I realized, like, I was a woman, right? Because I was always, like, one of the guys mm-hmm. or whatever it was, mm-hmm. right? And, like... I never wore jeans and I would show up in jeans or do my makeup differently. And the way people responded to it because of childhood experiences, I would take it as a negative reaction, right? If they're like, oh my God, that looks so good. I'd be like, does it like what? No. Why? No. Don't, you don't see me, (laughs) right? Yeah. But being able to market yourself Mm -hmm. and keep up with that regardless of how people respond to Mm -hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And receiving, my, yes, receiving, receiving, even just from self, you know, self-assessment, mm-hmm. um, like, and, and kind of having a, um, a separation of all the parts of you and being able to, like, compliment yourself from a place of, like, knowing that that was, yeah. that's what's appropriate. Um, 
that uh, super imposition of like the very adult self. Mm. Like, this looks nice, bitch. Right. <laughs> Hello. In the mirror. <laughs> this looks nice. Um, you can't see me, but I got hella gangster. Yes. Um, she did, though. I did. <laughs> I did. Thank goodness she wasn't recipe. looking at me. <laughs> so I had to be like, okay. <laughs> I got to know my mom's call. It's dinner time. I feel unsafe. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, the receiving end of uh, feminine energy, you know what mm. I mean? Like, um, and from a place of hyper independence, that's hard. That all ties in together. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta, t- yeah, yeah, gotta take care of everything. Gotta take care of my yes. siblings. Gotta take care of me. There's no, like, I'm not receiving. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. hustling. Like, that mm-hmm. was a thing for me. Like, I'm not receiving. I'm making it happen. I'm taking action. Taking action is really important. I'm not, we have to, like, you know, be uh, careful there. But, like. And there's a new normal for yes, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, manifestation, mm-hmm. prayer, meditation, resting. Yeah. Self care. Resting. New identity. Reach. Re um reaffirming new identity. Mm-hmm. That's like a you know, feminine vibes. And a lot of that seems like non action. Mm-hmm. And it, for a long time for me it was very unsafe. That's what I one of the things I love about my current occupation is that it really sits in that place. Yeah. Right? Of like feminine empowerment and like resting. And it's self care, but it's action. Like it's it is, but it isn't. It's a gray area. That's where I'm at currently, literally, right? But that receiving, God, I'm like, I'm really probably like in kindergarten on the receiving receiving practice, honestly, because Same. Um, I'm like, because be, being a hustler has been so glorified. It's glorified American culture, regular normies. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm a hustler, you know, it's hustle culture. And, and there's nothing wrong with taking inspired action. There's nothing wrong with goal setting. Those things are so integral to being healthy, to being happy, to getting whatever your purpose. Don't please take action. But um, not like being methodical and in alignment with the things that you do take action for and being um, centered in what makes you tick. And how much energy, like we were talking about with yes. the human design, how much energy you have to allot to those things while, yeah. while still being alive. Because hustlers will drain themselves to like negative 10 and be like, mm-hmm. I did my best, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not even allowed to be alive, right? Like I'm, I got to work myself into the motherfucking ground and like rub my face in it to be like, I ch- can check that box. Yeah. Like, and that's like, like super masculine, yeah. cannot receive, nothing can come to me. I got to go fucking get it and snatch it up. And that's been like, that's the thing. That's a current process for me where I'm mm. like, I'm allowed to receive. I'm allowed to just chill the fuck out. Yes. Like, my husband's probably like, if you go to the fucking nail salon one more fucking time, Tara, I swear to God, like, you only have 10 fingers. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. You got 10 toes too, though, girl, uh, too. Uh, <laughs> you know, we do both at the same time, every time. Hello. Uh, oh my gosh. I. <laughs> I love that. Let me, I know this is your podcast, but I'm about to interview you real quick. Tell me. So with this occupation, right? Because I feel like it's not just an occupation. Like this is your calling and this is your purpose. You love it. What is the living amends in this for you? Like what part of you does this heal? So many things. Let's see. Where do we start? Okay. um, Well, okay. So just a little bit ago, we were talking about how my perception of you is that 
you know, you today walk and carrying the personification of the gifts that you received when you were a child that look like wounds. So in my childhood, I was really just not wanted, you know, and, and similarly, like I, um, I did have family who cared for me mm -hmm. and were engaged with me, mm -hmm. but I just couldn't see it because I was so focused on the scarcity. Yeah. Right. And the rejection is real. That dichotomy thing. Like the rejection was real. The abandonment was real. The neglect was real and it was repeated. Um, but on the flip, I also did have other things. I did have other adults. I did have care. Mm -hmm. My mom did her damnedest. You know what I mean? Like she really did. So in a lot of ways, a lot of ways I had what a lot of people didn't have right like and I could have been in hindsight like really just focused on that I was a kid didn't know shit about shit yeah. um so why would I have been like that that was you know you only know what you know until you know something else like preach didn't know mm -hmm. so you know my uh my cure-all for women is confidence mm. um and that's like a, a nice like finished label to stick on something because it um, encompasses a lot of things. Like confidence encompasses self-awareness. It encompasses boundaries. It encompasses communication. It encompasses um, self-care. It's all of the things that make you able to really fill the space. Know what the space is. Know what goes in the space. Fill the space. So, um, and a lot of us are still looking for permission. A lot of us are looking for permission to have a space, mm -hmm. let alone fill the motherfucker up. Right? right. And then even if they do find a space, this is me, we're still apologizing for being present. Right. And mm. so, you know, in my experience, my injury was um, more dramatic, you know, storyline wise. And I think that that was a pressing um, message for me so that I would make sure to gather all of the information so that I could be a messenger mm. of, you know, enlightenment in that area because I had to nail that lesson to the floor or I was not going to make it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that I'm not insecure half the time. Or whatever. I don't experience. I'm anxious most of the time. I have an anxiety disorder. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but that's an, that's emotional, you know. And I don't I don't employ emotional reasoning anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, if I am experiencing heightened emotions, then the only thing that's allowed to reason for me is my logical brain. So that you know, super parenting of self has to kind of come in and be like, okay, everybody to their corners. This person is driving the bus today. Mm -hmm. Um. Taking the time to celebrate yourself. So celebration was another one of those lessons where I was like, oh, because nothing was celebrated. Not really. And, um, and you know, that's something to kind of like tip my hat to the masculine energy, you know, because you'd be like, work, work, work. And by the time you finished a project, you'd be like, you know, done with the project. Halfway through your good job, you know, ass padding to self. Meanwhile, you're making the list for the next fucking project. Right. You know what yes. I mean? And there's no, um, there's no allowance for the things that should matter. You know, taking, working, having a good work ethic is like, it's a whole art in itself. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I really worked on because I didn't have work ethic at all.